Well, we're back again. This is Ray Martinez with another important message about God's words and the importance of compassion in Jesus' teaching. This is what we're going to talk about today. Compassion is a fundamental aspect of Jesus' teaching. He emphasizes the importance of showing love and kindness towards others, especially those who are marginalized and vulnerable. In this podcast, we'll explore what Jesus says about compassion and its significance in our lives. Our scripture for today comes from Matthew chapter 15, verses 32, when Jesus makes a profound statement. And we think, you know, maybe it's not so profound, but when Jesus makes a statement, it sends a strong message to the disciples and all the people that are around him that compassion is important. Here's what it says. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion on the crowd because they have been with me now for three days. They have nothing to eat, and I am unwilling to send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. This was a good word for Jesus to use and to teach and demonstrate with a miracle. Here's a story about the Good Samaritan. I think most of us remember that in Luke 10 verses 25 through 37. Jesus tells the parable of the Good Samaritan. A man is beaten and left for dead on the side of the road. And a priest and a Levite, they pass by without helping him. But a Samaritan, who is despised by Jews, stopped to care for him. The Samaritan bandages the man's wounds, takes him to an inn, and pays for his care. Jesus teaches that we should love our neighbors as ourselves, even if they are from a different race or religion, even if they're from the wrong side of town as we like to categorize people and where they live and who they are. The Good Samaritan demonstrates compassion towards the injured man despite the social and cultural barriers that exist between them. And then we remember the story about the prodigal son, right? In Luke 15, verses 11 through 32, Jesus tells the parable of the prodigal son. A young man asks his father for his inheritance early, and he squanders it in his wild living. He eventually becomes destitute and returns home, hoping to be a servant in his father's house. That's all he wanted. He wasn't hoping for much more. But the father welcomes him back with open arms and celebrates his return. The older brother becomes angry and jealous, but the father reminds them that they should be happy that the lost son has been found. That's compassion. This parable really shows that God is compassionate and forgiving, even towards those who have made mistakes and rebelled against him. The Beatitudes gives us a sharp reminder about this. In Matthew 5, verses 3 through 12, Jesus teaches the Beatitudes, a series of blessings for those who are humble, merciful, and peacemakers. He teaches that those who mourn will be comforted, the meek will inherit the earth, and the merciful will receive mercy. The Beatitudes promotes compassion and kindness towards others, as well as a focus on spiritual growth and humility. The Last Judgment Think about this. In Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46, Jesus teaches about the last judgment where the Son of Man separates the sheep from the goats. The sheep are those who have shown compassion towards others, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, and visiting the sick and imprisoned. 
The goats are those who have not shown compassion towards others. Jesus teaches that whatever we do for the least of these, we do for him. This passage emphasizes the importance of showing compassion towards others, especially those who are in need. I think it's interesting he uses goats as an example. Sometimes we can be just as stubborn as a goat, right? And we think about ourselves. Gently, without judgment, Jesus tries to strengthen the weak and ignite their faith. One Old Testament text that Jesus continues to emphasize was Hosea 6, verse 6, where God said, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, and acknowledgement of God rather than burnt offerings. Use Matthew 9, verse 13, and chapter 12, verse 7 as a reference for you. Growing up with brothers and sisters, Jesus no doubt had opportunity and responsibility to help care for his younger siblings. He acquired realistic insight into the characteristics and needs of children. Look at Mark 3, verse 31 through 32, and Mark chapter 6, verse 3. While the gospel gives no specific information about the family relationships in the home of Mary and Joseph, we have good reason to believe that they were sensitive, caring, and God-fearing parents, as his own attitudes were influenced by the attitudes of his parents. Jesus became a lover of children. During his ministry, he was happy to welcome them whenever they clustered around him. He had an acute understanding of their need and for a warm acceptance and adult help. Some of the children in the crowds that followed Jesus were acutely hungry, or at least malnourished. Some were sick with all too common ailments, and some of them were deformed and blind. Some were in the grip of demonic powers. Look at Mark 9, verse 17 through 18. Jesus was sensitive to the needs of all people, whether male or female. He exhibited all-inclusive compassion that broke through the traditional gender restrictions and taboos. In order to heal the woman with an issue of blood, Jesus allowed this woman, who had been bleeding for 12 years, to actually touch him. This was prohibitive. He didn't react with a shudder and he didn't follow the prescribed routine for cleansing. Instead of condemning her for such a male contaminating act, Jesus gently led her to understand the difference between a belief in a kind of a magical contact and a saving faith and divine grace. Look at Luke 8 verses 42 through 48. Widows especially elicited Jesus' compassionate help. The Old Testament provides specific commands that widows were to be treated with kindness and respect. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 14, 28 through 29, and chapter 24, verses 19 through 21, and chapter 26, verses 12 through 13, and Isaiah 1, verse 17. A typical example of Jesus' attitude towards widows was his encounter with a funeral procession outside the city of Nain. A young man had died. He was the only child of his grief-stricken mother who faced loneliness and all probability destitution. When Jesus saw the funeral procession and heard the mother sobbing, he was moved with compassion. That's what the Bible says. His heart went out to her. Look at Luke 7 verse 13. He didn't wait for an appeal. He acted. He touched the coffin, risking ritual contamination, and commanded the corpse to rise. Miraculously, 
The son obeyed as life returned to his body. Imagine the mother's gratitude as uncontrollable joy replaced inconsolable sorrow. Look at Luke 7, verse 11 through 17. It's a remarkable story. In Mark 12, 37, Jesus warmly receives the common people who eagerly attended his teachings. In contrast, the Jewish religious leaders, as indicated in John 7, verse 49, held a disdainful view of the people due to their lack of religious knowledge. However, Jesus, driven by compassion, dedicated himself to instructing the masses, providing the sustenance on multiple occasions, performing healing miracles for the ailing, and liberating those tormented by demons, as illustrated in Mark 5, verses 1 through 17, and chapter 8, verses 1 through 10. As you can tell, compassion is a central aspect of Jesus' teaching. He teaches that we should love our neighbors as ourselves, even if they are different from us. He emphasizes forgiveness and mercy towards those who made mistakes and encouraged us to focus on spiritual growth and humility. May we follow Jesus' example if we can and strive to show compassion towards others in our daily lives. I remember when the 12 soccer team boys and a coach in Thailand were stuck in a cave for 18 days because of the flooding waters, but eventually were rescued. There was a cry around the world to see what we could do to rescue them. The only thing I could do was constantly pray for them every day. My heart was moved with so much compassion for them that I found myself in tears every day praying for their recovery. I didn't know these kids, but God just put them on my heart, and I was moved, deeply moved. Everyone was saved, not because of me, but because of the prayers of so many people around the world that had a compassionate heart. People were moved with compassion, regardless of the religion that the Thai boys and the coach were following. Here are some interesting references and studies that were done. Compassion is a powerful emotion that is linked to numerous physical and mental health benefits. Reduced inflammation. A published study found that participants who practiced compassion meditation had lower levels of inflammatory markers in the blood compared to those who did not practice compassion meditation. Here's a second one. Improved cardiovascular health. A study published in the Journal of Behavioral Medicine found that individuals who reported higher levels of compassion had lower levels of stress and better cardiovascular health. Here's a third one. Enhanced immune functions. A study published in the Annals of Behavioral Medicine found that individuals who practice loving-kindness meditation, a type of meditation that cultivates compassion, had enhanced immune functions. Another study published in the Journal of Consulting and Clinical Psychology found that compassion-focused therapy was effective in reducing symptoms of depression and anxiety in the participants. In another study published in the Journal of Happiness Studies found that individuals who practiced compassion had higher levels of life satisfaction. Overall, these studies suggest that practicing compassion can have a positive impact on both physical and mental health. It can reduce inflammation, improve cardiovascular health, enhance immune functions, and reduce depression and anxiety, and increase life satisfaction. That's just our normal behavior. 
While Jesus' pity took the whole gamut of human affliction and his healing miracles provided relief, his concern was also spiritual. His society was permeated with religion, but the religion established by God for the blessings of his people had it degenerated into a legalistic straitjacket. So he denounced with the fiercest vehemence the Pharisaic traditionalism that took away the key to knowledge. Look at Luke 11.52. And it left its soul empty and adherence in ignorance of God. Jesus was shaken to the center of his being by his vision of their fate in eternity. Exiled from the light the love and the life of God in darkness and despair forever. Jesus entered our world as the embodiment of mercy, willing to die in order that the lost sinners might not perish but have everlasting life. If that's not compassion, then I don't know what it is. To be willing to give up your life to save others is the ultimate compassionate act. I want you to take time to find compassion in people and do something with that compassion. It's one thing to feel sorry for someone, but it's quite another to do something with that sorrow. You have a blessed day.